Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello. Welcome back to OK Sis. This is Mads. And this is Scout, and we are sisters, IRL, in real time, together. What's that song? Together. Forever. We're meant, meant to, to be, be together. together. I'll be there, and you'll be near. And that's the day by dear. Incredible. Shakira on a Monday. <laughs> Shakira always. Shakira actually always. Always, always, Can always believe, with the Shakira. Wait, I'm going to, like, blow your fucking mind right now. The Okay. The Shakira... The Shakira, oh God, the Shakira and J Lo Super Bowl performance was this year, twenty twenty. No. Oh wow! How? So okay, you want to blow our mind even more? Oh great! Our live event was this year. I know. I mean, that is like the most uh, like outrageous thing I've ever heard of. This was the last time I've ever like been around people. Seriously, our live event at the Dream Hollywood Hotel, featuring Miss Cassie and Michelle Randolph, was. 2020 in January and do you want to know what my husband said to me the week of the live event he said babe they might shut your event down because of COVID and I said you're fucking nuts yeah you were like you were like there's no fucking way yeah and now look at us look 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 at at us us here jokes on us I guess moral of the story always trust Adam always trust the hub Always trust the hub, <laughs> the scientific hub. Wait. Oh, sorry. Anyways. I was trying to say hubby. Uh, my brain is not functioning properly, as as all can uh, understand from this intro. Yeah. You know, so I was really proud of myself because I did a funny thing on Instagram story the other day. Oh, um, did you? You posted. Yeah. And you, you acknowledged it. You said it was fantastic. You posted... All of these Instagram stories with your <laughs> fucking face so close up to the thing. It was like so ridiculous. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is today's theme. So I joined in and did it myself. And um, you were cackling at me. Well, the thing, the best part about it was that you're on this whole like no hashtag no filter kick where like you're trying to like promote natural beauty, which I mean, all power to you, but I need all the help I can get. So you posted the up close selfie without with no filter and it I mean it was brave I'm just gonna tell you it was brave oh my god it's so brave to just like look like me I can't even believe it like it's so fucked up so anyways what Mads is talking about I've had to a come to Jesus moment where I am realizing that filters have been fucking with my self-confidence in the sense that for example I watch this one bloggers Instagram stories all the time and you know me I don't you know, I'm not really, I don't really hop on the comparing train game. And so when I do compare, I know there's something going on. And I just was finding myself thinking like, how does she look that beautiful all the time? Like, I know that she wears makeup and I know she's great at lighting and like all this stuff, but how does she not just look shitty at 7am? And she took a picture of herself, filter free, no makeup. And don't get me wrong, girl's beautiful. But I was like, oh, there's the real person. Like, there's the human. Like, these people that we idolize and look up to, we think that they look perfect all the time, but it's it's completely false. 
And so it made me feel so good. It's completely fabricated. Instagram is a sham. We're all fucking trying to show up as the highlight reel. And yeah, it is um, harmful to our mental health. Yeah, so I decided to for and look like don't don't fucking come at me if I use a filter, but I am starting to use less filters and just put myself how I look with my eyebrows not done because I can't go to a salon to get them done and this is how I look, you know? So I just I just want to be me and I don't want anybody to look at my photos and think how does she look so put together all the time? Or I don't know if they're thinking that if you are, praise you because I, I don't feel that way. But I just don't want to be the person on the other end of the side who people are wondering what I actually look like. Got it. You know what? We need to normalize not having our shit together. I think that was one of the things that we put on our uh, episode about normalizing things. Would you go? You can go. Or listen back Not to. only that. Just normalizing the fact that your face doesn't look fucking fabulous every second of the day. Ain't that the truth, sister? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Jeez, I mean, what? Like, come on, good lord. But anyways, don't um, be shy. My who, was, tail- who was the who was the blogger? No, I'm not gonna say it. No, there's no way. There's no. I'm not gonna put her on blast like that. I love her. I love her. Um, I love her. Lover, a lover, um, a supporter. I have a, I have a really exciting update to share with the sister community. Uh huh. Um, I was out shopping at the Century City Mall in Los Angeles, and um, being COVID safe and wearing my mask and getting some last minute, you know, Christmas gifts. I don't celebrate Christmas, but I'm doing a white elephant, so there's that. And I saw Noah Beck. And Scout is unaware of who this human being is. Um, for all of the TikTokers who listen to us, I the looked Gen him Z up. Market. I looked him up. I saw multiple photos of him without a t-shirt. Yes, this is his. He was wearing a t-shirt at the Century City Mall, though. So I will give bummer him, for you. I know, it was bummer, a bummer for you. It was a bummer. He was walking out of All Saints, I believe. Is there an All Saints? No, I don't know where what he was walking out of, but. Like, even with a mask, I knew. I, I'm so in tune with the Gen Z market that I knew it was Noah Beck. I know that hair anywhere. Okay? So I walk past him. He was a little shorter than I had imagined. And I posted on uh, Instagram because, like, I don't know anyone to text. Because, like, who the fuck is, cares about these 18-year-old TikTok boys that I know? And so I wrote it in our Instagram. And a lot of people responded and was like, oh, my God. What does he look like in person? Is he tall? And I was like, he's really short. So I, I mean, I'm sorry, ladies. But then he's also taken. So, um, you know, we can't, we can't. We can't have it. We can't have it all. But um, yeah, I saw Noah. Beck. I thought. Wait, I just, I just briefly looked him up, and he's like Dixie's boyfriend. He's, but they broke up. I think they're still together. Last I uh, investigated. Oh, because I saw this. I don't know. There was like a headline where she was talking. I don't know. Don't I'm not a reputable. I know. News I was going to say. I don't think shit. anyone should take Scout's TikTok news to heart. But like, dude's kind of a bro. Oh, they're all like, bros. Oh, there's he's a jock. Like he's like a high school jockey guy. So all of these little boys on TikTok, it's a very he, interesting. He's a Hollister model. It's a very interesting breed because they are very good looking, but then they also are doing these, you know, dances and really moving their bodies in a way that I was not aware that young teenage boys can move. And it is, it's very confusing because it's like, oh, you're just dancing with your shirt off with your bros. But, like, is that weird? We don't know. Okay. Like, 
normalize gender fluidity That's and okay. men yes. can dance together on TikTok. <laughs> Fucking love it. Normalized. Loving it all the way. Normalized. Oh God, this is amazing. I know it is. It is an interesting uh, content stream, uh, but I do subscribe to it. Yes. So Noah Beck, uh, nice to see you. I did not ask you for a photo or uh, d- like bug you because I'm a 26 year old woman. Do you know how? Okay, so you subscribe to like all of the content, except I'm a little discouraged now because sometimes I text you things about my life that I want you included in, and you respond, unsubscribe. <laughs> like, the other day, I had my period, and my boobs were literal watermelons. Like, I needed to hold them up with two hands at all times, and I felt like they were bursting at the seams. Um, just, like, fucking huge. And so I texted you to let you know about what's happening to my body, and you said, unsubscribe. <laughs> I did not consent to this content. <laughs> I mean... Way to make a girl feel alone. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that I said that. I am so funny. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. I am so funny. Wait, oh my god. Wait, I am so funny. That is amazing. Wow. I I was I was in a snarky mood, I guess. And also, yeah, I would like to unsubscribe to that content. Thank you. Okay, well, I bought a bra. Um, and bursting out of the, the, the D, I think it's a double D situation. So we're, we're living life. We're living life sisters. Okay. I'm a nice breezy Um, B. Yeah. Enough about our breasts. Um, on to better things like this week is Christmas. So Merry Christmas sisters. We have Merry fucking Christmas. I am so stoked. Like I'm more stoked than the people who celebrate Christmas. Yes. So we are celebrating alongside you. Usually Mads and I go get Chinese food takeout and like go to a Chinese restaurant on Christmas, but we will be ordering Chinese food in. But we also know that it's 2020 and so the holiday season is a little strange. So we are going to go live in our secret Facebook group, which is OK Sisters, on Christmas Day, probably in the afternoon because I believe that Christmas Day is like a morning-ish thing. I don't know. Um, so we're going to go live. Remember when you thought Christmas was December 26th? <laughs> I don't know. twenty. I don't know. when. Why do I need to know when Christmas because is? Because it's like I don't a understand. very normal thing to know. Oh, okay. Regardless, we're going to go live in our secret Facebook group. We'll put the link down below. The time will be listed in there like the day before or something. I don't know. Um, but we're going to go live so that we can all be together for anyone who cannot get to their family and wants to... Um, just be with the community. So look out for that. I'm so excited. We're going to sing Christmas carols and pretend like we're she and him. Okay. Um, am I the him? Yeah. Am I the she? You're the him. I'm, I'm the Zoe him. Deschanel. That's, oh, uh, that's just describes my life is I'm the <laughs> him of Zoe Deschanel. Like who the fuck is that? I know. Um, anyways, he? you know what? Let's, let's get into it. Let's do some current fixation. Should I go first? Yeah. Fuck it. Go. Thanks, Scout. Thanks for thanks for uh, letting me go first. Okay, so um, we just finished our Hanukkah IG live tour, which was so successful and incredible. Um, I had so much fun. I mean, both of us had so much fun chatting with these new. Now we have so many new Jewish friends. I mean, look at that. Um, but why I bring this up is that I went to San Diego for Hanukkah to spend uh, with my dad for one of the nights and he gifted me something that I have been wanting for 
probably two years since I first saw it on Miss Lauren Elizabeth's YouTube channel. And that is the Barefoot Dreams blanket. This is the infamous, expensive ass luxury blanket. But you know what? It feels like a baby's butthole. And it is. <laughs> I don't know about the butthole. I like maybe the I butt. But, but, your but the, no, the, I don't know about the yes, butthole. It feels like the butthole. It's soft and supple. <laughs> I feel like buttholes are kind of like rough. You know what I mean? Like not 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 like babies buttholes. You're you're touching the wrong uh, buttholes. <laughs> okay. Oh god. <laughs> this is just going off the fucking ringer. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. So this anyways. just in. Maddie knows what baby buttholes <laughs> feel like. Okay. So anyways, um, I mean, just top notch. Like the blanket of all blankets. I mean, there's no competition. It there's a reason it's this expensive, and you know what? It is worth every fucking dime. This blanket makes you feel like you are in enveloped in a snowy, fluffy cloud of coziness. Okay, and if you're looking for that to cultivate that vibe for Christmas, which like, aren't we all? Go purchase yourself one of these fucking blankets. I love it. That sounds great. Yeah, no, I I, I was with you when you opened it, and I felt it. And um, it's also in my future. It's in my cards. But first, I have to get a new straightener. So that's <laughs> top of notch yeah, priority. No. Dad has been helping say, me. I was gonna say straightener is probably priority over a uh, expensive blanket. Dad has been helping me find a twenty percent off coupon for my straightener all day. It's been very helpful. Why don't you very just download helpful. Honey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, regardless, it's been a thing. Me and dad have been looking for Aww, it. It's like a bonding percentage off. Yeah, because like I heard it was at Costco, so I had to get him involved and like the they whole thing. straighteners at Costco? They have everything at Costco, I dude. Know. Okay. So my current fixation is this glowy super gel in the shade Star Glow by Say, S-A-I-E. And it is essentially so. Okay, so back up. I was reading Goop because Pia Baroncini was featured on Goop as on her like natural makeup routine. Former, um, formerly Pia Robio. Yeah, former. Okay, sis guest, past okay, sis guest. And she said that in the morning, every single day, she just uses a tinted moisturizer and this say glowy super gel. So it's essentially a highlighter for your whole face kind of but it's super super subtle so I've just been mixing it with my super group sunscreen when I don't want to wear a tinted moisturizer because I really only wear a tinted moisturizer when I wear makeup and it's just kind of this nice little glowy effect right it's not so invasive that you like see the shimmer everywhere it just kind of illuminates your entire face um you just need like two small pumps it's a nice little addition and it kind of just makes me feel a little more glowy we love an illuminated face isn't that, isn't that what we're in pursuit of? I needed a breath. I don't know why talking about my current fixation made me out of breath. Oh, okay. Let's, <gasps> let's do one of our productivity hacks as we transition into this, the meat of the episode, which is oh yes, grounding yourself as you shift from one focus or one task at a time. Okay. 
just wanted to jump in real quick and talk to you sisters about Hum Nutrition. As you guys know, we have been taking Hum for the last few months and can't imagine a time where Hum wasn't part of our daily routine. What I love about Hum is that it is personalized wellness. There is no one size fits all here. And as I've been upping my wellness game and prioritizing my health, I super appreciate that you get to tailor your supplement needs with Hum. You take a quick quiz and get individualized product recommendations from their team of registered dietitians to help bring your skin, body, hormones, and mood into balance. Every single day I take Uber Energy because we all know I need a boost in that area. Here comes the sun for my fix of vitamin D and Daily Cleanse, which is a unique formula of detoxifying herbs and minerals, which help reduce breakouts and improve my skin clarity. And I use Skin Squad Pre and Probiotic, which I know I've mentioned before is the reason I am not breaking out these days. And I also take Uber Energy for that energy fix as if I really need it. But, you know, it helps me during the workday to stay productive. What goes inside your body matters. That's why Hum uses all natural, clinically proven ingredients that are highly absorbable, non-GMO, free of common allergens like gluten, soy, shellfish, and sustainably sourced. And Hum Nutrition's monthly vitamin subscription is affordable, flexible, convenient, customizable, and committed to results. Ready to up your wellness game? Go to humnutrition.com and use code O-K-A-Y-S-I-S for 15% off first orders of $29 or more. That's code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S at humnutrition.com for 15% off first orders of $29 or more. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before. And we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast. Because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right, 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Okay, sisters, back to the episode. 
Yes. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about all the productivity hacks that we have garnered up in the last few years that I use to run my agency, Scouts Agency, that Maddie uses to work on her app, Camber, um, that we use to do to work on OKC's podcast because um, staying productive and really being in the flow is something that can really benefit or break your work habits. And I think that Mads and I are both on the same page that productivity hacks are such a is, a is such a mindset game it is such a you know internal check-in are you in flow are you feeling good etc so we have come together and written down all of our favorite productivity hacks I would like to add a disclaimer before we start similar to the episode where we broke down our routines both morning and night this whole episode is subjective Productivity is completely personalized. There is no formula. There are definitely maybe things you can implement and and methods, but if it doesn't work for you, do not continue. Just you need to redefine productivity on your own terms, which I still am struggling with. Um, so I'll I'll kind of explain what my new definition of productivity is, but um, it's still something I have to work at all the time. So it's not just like you know, this is the tried and true method and I'm productive every single day. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there just so people don't feel overwhelmed. Well, also, we should also start the conversation by saying that productivity can be a really triggering word because people kind of link up their self-worth to their levels of productivity. And so that, like Mads, so this conversation isn't to make you a machine and make you hustle and make every single aspect of your life productive. This is a conversation where when you are working towards your passions and when you are in your highest alignment and have plans for your future that you want to implement, these are the tactics and tools that we use to help us stay in that flow and get the things done. Does that mean that every aspect of our 24-7 hour a day is productive? Absolutely not. And it shouldn't be. There's a time for rest. There's a time for play. There's a time for leisure. There's a time for everything. But when there's a time to be productive, it's always nice to be in aligned with yourself so that you can get the most done, not to be, you know, quantifying your output, but to be quantifying the quality of work that you put out into the world. Love that. Okay. So where do we start? Should you go first? You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So my first productivity hack is to be in alignment with your passion. I believe that I am the most productive when I am in alignment with what I am doing and it like spills out of me. That isn't to say that there are days that even with my passion, my purpose, my alignment, my dream, there are days when I'm pursuing that, that things feel heavy and that I don't want to engage. So I always go back to the why of what I'm doing. So if there's a day where I don't want to record a podcast episode, I always get to go back to the why, which is my relationship with my sister and the community I've cultivated, and I can get in alignment with that purpose. So if things feel out of alignment, it's going to be harder for you to walk into your day's work and really feel as if you're giving at your all and that you are excited about the things that you're doing. So my first productivity hack is to get your work into alignment, to figure out the why of what you do. And even on days when those tasks don't seem the most fun, because Krista said it on Almost 30 Podcast, just because you have the career of your dreams does not mean that you're enjoying every step, does not mean you're enjoying every second. So in order to be the most productive self in the moments that you do want to accomplish work, I believe that coming back to the why and aligning with that purpose will help you get through the day. Yeah, I I mean, I completely agree with that. 
And you'll know, I mean, I'm sure everyone can attest to this. You'll notice in your day when you're working on something that you are so, so excited about and, and intrinsically motivated by, it feels so different than the work of something where you're like just forcing yourself and it just does not feel authentic to you. And so trying to place more of your time and energy into those places that feel aligned. 100%. Okay. Something that has been helping me is the Pomodoro method. So this is like a very tried and true productivity, quote unquote, hack, if you will. It's a method. And, um, it's basically time batching. So you will list out your tasks based on productivity, and then you will say how many Pomodoros, that's 25-minute sessions, do you think that you will need to complete that task? And it's like a project or a task, something larger than just like a one-off thing. And then you set aside a timer, 25 minutes, you put away all distractions, phone, make sure you're in a quiet space, no social media, and you just just work solely on that particular task for 25 minutes. And then at the five minute mark or at the 25 minute, you have to get up and do something that doesn't look at your phone for five minutes, whether that's making yourself a cup of tea, stretching, going to the bathroom, maybe breathing. And then you'll get into the next Pomodoro of 25 minutes. You probably do like four of them and then you take like a longer break. So do I do this every day? No, but when when I notice I have like a larger project and I'm like, okay, and I have a chunk of time to like really go at it, this is the most effective way to just to get zone in and kind of not force yourself, but it does get you into flow quicker, I've noticed, because you, you know, it's 25 minutes. Like it's it's nothing, you know what I mean? Like you're you're you kind of trick your mind into thinking it's such a short amount of time. That's all I'm working. And then you just you get out of the 25 minutes, you're like, oh damn, like I could I could have gone on. So I think it's a great, a great tool for something if you're just like, you know what, I just need to get this done. I need to get this shit done. Put on a ti- put on a timer for 25 minutes and just see how far you get. And you know what I've also noticed is like that thing you're putting off and and believe me, I'm a huge procrastinator. So the thing you're keep putting off, putting putting off, when you put a Pomodoro, you actually sit down and you do it, you'll notice that it's actually not going to take you as long as you think. So it's a lot. Um, it's a really great process. And if you want to get the um, planner called the Productivity Planner from Intelligent Change, they have the whole Pomodoro, Pomodoro like fill in bubbles that and it walks you through the process, tells all the science behind it. Um, I highly recommend it. It's changed my life this year. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think it's really good for someone that needs help with their productivity and needs like a little bit more of a rigid structure. As we said earlier, what works for one person doesn't work for the other. I would fucking go nuts with something like that because I would feel super constrained and like not not in control of my day which is interesting because it makes other people feel more in control of their day. So for me, it's writing a checklist and just writing out all the things that I have to do. Um, My work day has a lot of moving parts in it. So if it's not written down, I will forget to do it. So I write down everything. Like even before I go to bed, if I'm like, oh, I have to do that, like I'll write it down and that way I can just sleep knowing that it's written down and that I will get to it tomorrow. So I write a checklist. I use my checklist in Monday, which is the software I use for my agency. Um, 
bed mats and I have a sauna for the for the podcast. Um, so I put a checklist down and then I kind of just intuitively feel into like what needs to get done first for sure. Like, is there a deadline on any of these? And if there isn't really a deadline on them, I figure out like which one I want to jump into first energetically, like which one makes me the most excited. Um, I try while I'm going through this checklist to not have interruptions. Like I try to not multitask. If I'm doing one task, I try to do that task. Does that always happen? No, you get a text, you answer the text, you go back to the task. But I try to like if I'm sending out a lot of emails, for example, I'll go into my sent folder so that the main page is my sent folder. And so I don't see incoming emails like that's a really great way to stay focused on the task at hand. So for me, it's just a simple checklist so that I can visualize everything that I have to do and then energetically, intuitively and of course, associating timelines with each task, figure out which one I want to tackle first that day. Yeah, I was going to also say something that I've implemented just this past month that has like completely changed my life is um, I'm a tab whore. I'm sure most people are where you have like 15 bajillion tabs open and your brain just cannot process like it's like and I have tabs open and I'm like, oh, one day I'll get to this. And then it's no, <laughs> it's just sitting there for fucking months. So I categorized everything into my bookmarks tab in folders and like every single tab that I ever need and and page is in there but what specifically I've started to do is when I'm tackling one task I will only open the tabs that are needed to complete that task so I close out email I close out whatever else um, any other documents anything because I know before when I had all the tabs open I had to keep them all open because then I would lose everything now that I have it all in my folders on the bookmarks I can go back to them at any time and then when I have a task at hand I open up a whole new a whole new window fresh just with the tabs I need I highly recommend this that's a pro tip there is something so energetic so energetically cleansing about closing all your fucking tabs and only having the ones open that's a good one that I don't implement enough and that's my next one um that I'm going to implement into my life uh another productivity so I like I like having systems in place where I don't need to log information in my brain and that I can just reference something to know what to do. So in order to do that, it's my fucking Google Calendar. I am insane with my Google Calendar. It is completely color-coded. Every little thing is on there. Even if a friend wants to go to dinner, I put it in my Google Calendar because I don't want to think about my 10 appointments. I just want to if you know see them in the morning and be like, oh, that's what I'm doing today, right? So um, Google Calendar is really great for this because they have a bunch of different pretty colors. So like yellow, for example, is calls that I have to take for my agency. Blueberry is um, calls that I take with my team. So team Blueberry? calls. Yeah, it's called Blueberry. It's blue. Oh. Um, <laughs> lavender are all of the um, recordings for my clients. If they like aren't going on a podcast, it'll be in Lavender. Uh, the flamingo is okay says podcast stuff. Purple is personal. So it's like a whole thing. And so I can look at my calendar and be like, okay, there's two yellows. There's a blueberry. There's a flamingo. Those are the things I have to do. And then I can just like not see the lavender ones because those are my clients stuff that they have to do. So imagine um, if someone was just starting to listen to this episode and they heard, oh yeah. So I look, make sure there's like two blueberries and some flamingos. (laughs) 
Well, it's like, it's seriously, once I started getting my fucking life in a Google calendar, I, the headspace that is released, like there's oh, so yeah. much room oh, in my mental no, capacity because goes on the cal. it's just all in there. Everything, everything, everything goes everything. on the cow. Are you kidding? My boyfriend, color coding. He just, came, he just okay. <laughs> my boyfriend just walked out of the room and he like pointed his head because he, he we, <laughs> now I'm nervous. Go away. He's um, making you nervous. He well, he was the one that like made me transition to Google calendars and he puts I mean, he puts everything like I'm talking weekend plans, any every single time he's takes a walk with someone like it goes in the cal. Oh, yeah, he's waving to me. A, he's waving to me. Oh. We're okay, in the middle of podcast bed. bed. No. OK. He d- he wants does he, okay, wanna he wants the record to show that he does not put walks in the calendar. That is where he draws the line. Um. Hi, sisters. We have to talk to you about something that is making us feel like we get to relive our childhood every morning. So we all remember the days as kids when breakfast was our favorite bowl of cereal. But as we have gotten older, we have also grown mindful about what we are eating on a daily basis and have been trying to cut out those sugary processed foods. But we never outgrew the magic of cereal from our childhood, which is why we are so grateful that Magic Spoon exists. Also, their cereal box art is on point, and what's a product on OKSIS without great branding? Magic Spoon cereals have zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. And it tastes so heavenly that I don't feel like I'm compromising on taste. Their cereals are also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Out of the four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, my favorite is cocoa. I love a chocolate moment. Oh, my favorite is definitely frosted. So, sisters, in the spirit of not compromising on childhood treats, you get free shipping, which is $5 off, on a variety pack of Magic Spoon cereal by going to www.magicspoon.com slash OKSIS and using code OKSIS at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they will refund your money no questions asked that's magicspoon.com slash okaysis and use the code okaysis o-k-a-y-s-i-s for free shipping okay sisters back to the episode okay i hear you i have a friend uh whitney Agus, who's a past okaysis guest and um, when we get together, like we'll each send each other the calendar immediately. Like we'll both end up sending it at the same time. And there have been times where we've made plans and because it didn't get into the calendar, we, we just oh, like sure. didn't know about them. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So that's one of my big productivity hacks. Okay. Your turn. Okay. So I said this, um, at the beginning, but really taking some time to redefine what productivity looks like to you. So what I'm striving for, and again, I, I achieve this sometimes and I, you know, obviously fall short and that's totally okay. But to me, productivity will feel like a productive day. I want it to feel like I took one small step towards achieving whatever the larger why and purpose that you had mentioned in the beginning. 
if I, you know, and I, I, ha- I struggle with this because I like to think of life in grandiose terms and I'm, I, it's hard for me to celebrate the little wins, but if you can just identify one thing, like small, small step that you took to get a little closer, that's product, that's a productive day, a, a productive day. Also, I don't want to feel fucking exhausted at the end of the day. If I feel burnt out and exhausted and just I have stripped every ounce of energy out of me, I don't I used to think that is productive. And that's that's I'm sure a lot of people have a very um, kind of triggering relationship with productivity because that's what they think that they should feel at the end of the day. They're like, oh, I have to feel like I want to die at the end of the day in order to have had a productive day. I am here to tell you that that is not the case because what I've noticed is a pattern. If if I feel that way at the end of the day, I end up having like to recover for two full days and then I have unproductive days for the next two days. So it's like we need to find a balance and understand that you should just feel, you should feel like restored. You should feel not energized, but just like, hey, like, okay, this was the day. I feel calm. I feel good about it. I feel like I made some progress. That's it. Put on the TV. Get a book. You're done. You know what I mean? Do you feel this? Yes, I do. And I struggle with this a little bit because I'm a generator. And so my so human design tells you about how your workday should be. And as a generator, I have so much energy within that I have to get out So I working long hours like helps me sleep at night. Like it just I have to get shit out of me. That's why I'm constantly working on things. So but for me, it's not an energy drainer. That's just how my natural brain works. Like I have to be doing things and using it and, you know, creating and all those things. And so I which is why I subscribe to the hustle culture so many times because it actually fuels me and energizes me. However, that over a sustained period of time can cause me to burn out. And so I've taken a huge step back this year. And even though that is kind of my natural state of being, I have, I have challenged it and said, does it really serve me all the time? Do I have to be in this intense productivity state for most of my day? And the answer I found is no, I don't. And there are times when I enter that state. And then there are times that I'm like, Hey, I'm going to like take a step back and just relax today. So it is about finding what works for you. You know, four hours of productive days, you know, like if you're, I think it's a reflector in human design, those people should really only work four hours a day. Generators can go like 10 to 12 hours in a day and it's fine for them. So it's just about finding what works with your biology and figuring out a way at the end for you to feel energized and really accomplished versus drained. And so My other one was to be celebrate the small wins because as you're being productive, I think that you can't, you know, when you're productive, you can get into that loop of did I do enough? Was my day like successful? Blah, 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 blah. So in order to kind of not get tied up in those big goals, celebrating the small wins every single day keeps you really excited about being productive and about your day's work because you're looking at what you've done and celebrating it and kind of rewarding it with a treat of like, oh, look what I did today. Like, that's so rad that I sent that email. That's so rad that I made that connection. However small it may be, I think it's really important to celebrate the small wins throughout the journey so that when you are going to be productive, you feel it's you're, it's associated with reward, not with punishment. 
Magic in the mundane, sisters. Magic in the mundane. Okay. <clears throat> so this is also something that my productivity cla- calendar – oh, my God. Productivity planner has taught me is um, constant self-assessment and monitoring of how your days are going, how your week has gone, and reflection at the end of it. Um, planning – the night before for your next day is incredible because not only then do you wake up, you already know what you're, you're, you, you have expectations for what you're supposed to achieve. Um, but really planning it out that night before it's like a game plan. It's, it's, you're setting yourself up for success. Whereas, you know, you scrambling, you get up and you're just like, okay, now I have to write that, you know, obviously it'll, it'll fluctuate and change as the day goes on or even in the morning. But Really setting that intention the night before, I've found has been has been amazing. Also, um, on the productivity planner, there is a score at the bottom of how how productive you were. So you do have that end of day self reflection moment. And the reason that this calendar has helped me is because I was just kind of like going about my days, going about my weeks, not really understanding what worked, what didn't, and really sitting down to reflect and what the fuck is the point of life if we're not like constantly just assessing where we're at and and understanding what's what what is working and what's not so this really forces you to reflect on the past week what worked what were the wins um what are what are you um going to do the next week to be more productive like really setting up these goals for yourself and it's Um, and it's in a gentle way. It's not in like a forceful, like intense, you know, attacked way. It's like, no, just, you know, you, you've slipped up. Okay, great. Like now let's, let's move it to next week. Like that's it, you know? Yeah. For me, it's also my next hack is to not force anything. So of course there are going to be times when you're on a deadline and a crunch and things have to get done. And of course, you need to motivate yourself and like get yourself up to do things. But in the middle of the day, if you're just in a funk and you're not feeling that flow, just stop what you're doing and go outside, take your shoes off, ground in the earth, leave your phone inside, like no music, no podcast, nothing, and just breathe and be with yourself for a few minutes. I think the power of being alone with no distractions or anything for just five to 10 minutes You don't have to meditate. You can just walk around or stand there and look at nature or wherever it is. But I think getting outside and just pausing is a really good way to come back home to yourself if you are feeling as if your workflow or your goal plan or what your intention was for the day isn't coming to fruition. Being gentle with yourself in those moments and just taking a pause, just saying, I need to stop. I need five to 10 minutes. Believe me, the world will move on unless, of course, you have like a meeting with Oprah. Then don't take those five to 10 minutes at that moment. Um, but yeah, I think that we forget that that's available, that we can just stop for a few minutes and I regroup. Know. Guys, feel the feels. Honestly, this is something I struggle with. Um, but when I have adhered to it and listened to my body and listen to what I need in the moment and just say like, hey, Today's not the day I'm in a funk. Like, let me either like just lay down for a little bit or take a moment, take a beat. I always feel so much more energized and just happy that I listened to myself. Um, so, yeah, being gentle, I completely agree. 
The last one I think for me is um, setting up your environment. I think I am very affected by environment, by aesthetics, about where where I am and, and I need my space to look a certain way in order to be productive. And it's, I mean, it's a very, very real thing. So making sure that whatever you're looking out at is curated to something that enter, that motivates you, that makes you feel um, excited and makes you, you know, feel, feel productive, whatever, whatever that feeling and whatever that means to you. Um, always having a large ass glass of water nearby is key. And then I always have clever blends throughout the day, which I've mentioned many times on the pod. Um, they have like a bunch of adaptogens in their, in their, um, lattes and superfood lattes. So I've, you know, we love the ashwagandha over here. So it helps a lot with anxiety and stress and just uh, propelling you in a more natural way throughout the day. So I highly recommend curating your space and understanding like what makes you feel good and what what do you want to be surrounded by? Because a cluttered space, it's like, oi, 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 oi. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that just to round up this conversation and to, you know, hit the point home is that productivity looks different for everybody that your worth is not tied up to your productivity but if you have a soul passion desire if you have a purpose and a dream that you want to you know see out I think that aligning yourself with productivity tips practices and mindsets that work for you is such an inspiring and actionable way to take steps towards that dream and to create the things in your head and bring them to fruition. So for me, I always just view productivity as like that little helper that brings my dreams to fruition. And that's kind of my relationship with productivity. And so I nurture it. I listen to it. I figure out how to get into that flow. And with that, I mean, I've created a lot of cool shit in my life that I'm super proud of. So look at us, um, you know, that's, that's the end goal. The end game is just, just like create some cool shit. Let's not get our yeah. get in our own way of creating the cool shit. And be proud of yourself in the process. Yes. Okay, sisters. I hope this was helpful, inspiring, all of the things. And you know we love you. Uh, if you loved this episode, feel free to text it to a friend of yours that you think might benefit. And join our secret Facebook group, OK Sisters. And follow us along on Instagram at Podcast. Have a holly jolly Christmas and the best time of the year. Oh, a jolly jolly Christmas this year. Ditto what Mad just said. Love you guys. <laughs>